This episode is brought to you by Sheath. You can go to sheathunderwear.com and discover the most comfortable underwear ever created. Now, what makes sheath underwear different? Well, for men, on the inside of the underwear, there is a dual pouch. That means separate compartments for your manhood. Imagine a silky, smooth pouch on the inside that your boys slide right into that keeps you separate from your legs so there's no more sticking, no more chafing, no more need for readjustment. We all know that little move you have to make to kind of peel the bad boys off of the leg. Well, with sheath, that is a thing of the past. There are several fabrics to choose from, from modal to bamboo. My personal favorite is the bamboo. It's a newly launched product that everyone seems to really love. I highly recommend trying the bamboo sheath underwear if you have not ever given yourself the gift of true comfort. Wearing these underwear truly sets a new precedent for what underwear are and for most people, I think they end up switching entirely over to sheath because when you put on your old underwear after trying these, they just don't cut it anymore. You can try sheath risk-free. There is a 100% money-back guarantee on your first pair. So go to sheathunderwear.com and use promo code TIMEWHEEL to save 20%. I've been involved with Sheath since its conception. It was founded by my brother, Robert Patton, who is a US military vet, who during the course of his two tours to Iraq developed this product out of need. Need is the mother of invention, as he likes to say, and he did a great job bringing this awesome product to the world. Again, that's sheathunderwear.com promo code TIMEWHEEL. This episode is also brought to you by Ohana Kava Bar. Go to ohanakavabar.com and check out their selection. Ohana means family and it is spelled O-H-A-N-A and Kava is spelled K-A-V-A. You can order directly from their website and they will mail you high quality kava. If you don't already know, kava is a plant medicine, an herbal supplement, a replacement for alcohol. It is an incredible experience. I have used kava for years now. I love it. It makes you chill, happy, vibey. It is a communal and ceremonial beverage to unwind with at the end of your day. If you haven't given kava a try, I highly recommend it. Again, go to ohanakavabar.com and use promo code TIMEWHEEL to save 10%. Their store offers classic kava, instant kava, kava tinctures, kava capsules, and more, all of which I have tried and all work incredibly well. ohanakavabar.com promo code TIMEWHEEL.
Accessing archive. Authorizing. Access granted. Accessing file. Alright, looks like we're rolling. Daniel Raphael, thanks for being here, man. How are you today? I'm great. It's a beautiful day. Honored to connect. Absolutely. I just want to share a little bit of a backstory as to uh, how I learned about you. So a mutual friend of ours invited me to DJ um, at a ranch in Texas, which was a beautiful event. And I didn't really know who you were, but my friend CT uh, texted me and said, hey, this is my friend Daniel. He's having an amazing party this coming weekend. We need a DJ. Would you be interested? And I was like, of course, you know, whatever CT sends my way is usually amazing, you know, uh, community, amazing vibrations in the space and that type of thing. So I couldn't say no. And then um, I get invited. I connect with you a little bit through text and then I get this beautiful document with the intention of the event and all the different modalities, elixirs, the, the uh, high vibe foods you'll be offering and all these beautiful things. And it was extremely like professional and it felt like very curated and it felt almost like ancient in its um, aesthetic which I was really intrigued by. So I was like, hmm, what's going to happen? So me and my my right-hand man, Sean, uh, drive up to this ranch in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and it's a very beautiful location. And finally, we're asking around, where's Daniel? Where's Daniel? I don't know where he is. And and you're like this myth at this space. It was awesome. And then we finally meet you. Super awesome to connect with you. Had an amazing time at your birthday. It was uh, a, an honor to get to provide music for that evening. And then I just started connecting with you on social media and following you. And I eventually saw that you were on, I believe the show is called Sky Life. And um, it was called like, I went and lived with a wizard for a day. Um, something along those lines. And and I thought it was really interesting learning more about you. And I was really intrigued as to your path and how you've gotten where you are today in this role that you're that you're immersed in. And I just wanted to connect and, and share your story with uh, my audience here. So thank you so much for the time. And again, the invite and having me out to your to your birthday. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it was it was a, an amazing event. And, and you had a lot to do with it with the just epic legendary music uh well i'll share a little bit about myself um from what you asked basically you know i was born with uh intuitive abilities spiritual abilities i think we all are and i was giving therapy to my preschool teachers i was able to convince someone to quit smoking i met at a, a salon when i was four years old that i just met and uh so it just, things came to me. I would just be, I would just be able to know things and see things among others. Uh, and what happened though, is I shut down, you know, from all sorts of toxins and the education system and TV and all these things that are designed to just put us to sleep and disconnect us and put all this garbage into us. Uh, I became, you know, uh, an autistic, suicidal, social anxiety ridden, dissociated uh human mm-hmm. and uh, i was put on all these meds and therapists and you know dozens and dozens of things that just 
overall made things worse. I just deteriorated and deteriorated. Um, and finally I had a dream when I was 20 years old and the dream said, it was like, if you go to this place at this time, happened to be a festival, Mm -hmm. uh, in Northern California. So if you go here, your life will be changed. And I was, I was so anxious that I could barely go into a grocery store sometimes. I decided to go and there was like tens of thousands of people and I had so much anxiety. Um, and I totally forgot about the dream at this point. It, It was just getting crazy. I was like, I need to get, we need to get out of here. And so we were on our way out. Uh, I, I went with this friend and, uh, she wanted to get to the car, but I, I saw this six foot, six foot five guy with a sign that said free energy healings. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know what that meant at the time, but I said, you know what? I, I got to try this. And in five minutes, my life was changed. Literally. I felt like I just woke up from a dream and calmed down for the first time and was present for the first time. And who knows, you know, since I was just a little, little boy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that led me on my spiritual path as an adult to reconnect and over 13 years all over the world, living with shamans and masters and teachers, um, from plant medicines to technologies, to meditation, to lots of deep inner work. Uh, and that led me to heal myself in a lot of ways. And the journey has not ended, but, uh, I feel like I'm in a really good space after just, that was my main focus. Right. Uh, so that's the short answer of my of how my journey started was like a lot of us from our own pain and suffering, but, you know, reconnecting me with my own gifts that I'm now sharing with other people, which is really, I think why we're here. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Those uh, festivals are definitely transformative events. There's a lot of beautiful people there, vibrations, energy, music, and intention and uh, medicines as well. I- I'm curious in this Reiki healing experience, it sounds like you went through what, what happened? Like, what was the energy healing like? Well, it was basically a mix of him chanting frequencies and doing Qigong energy healing. And he started slowly, it started a few, you know, like a foot away from me. And he started moving back and back and back, you know, 30 or 40 feet. Mm. And as he was moving back, it felt like my entire energy field was spreading. Mm. And then I, I started becoming one with everything. And I was able to just look at thousands of people walking past me in complete peace where before, like I couldn't even make eye contact or, uh, I just had so much anxiety. Mm. Uh, so it, it was just so radical. It was like literally a black and white shift in my reality. And that was what I needed to just be like, Oh, this is what my new focus is. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's what it has been. And, uh, I'm so grateful for that experience because that was, uh, the, the biggest catalyst for that journey. 1000%. Yeah, Reiki is extremely powerful. I've I've had a number of of Reiki sessions as well, and it's always hard to put a finger on what's going on. Um, but you know, I guess energy healing is kind of in my mind, it's activating the healing potential innate within us already. That there are these energies, you know, present in our body that we're just not connected to, and it takes a guide to connect us to our own internal healing system. That's the way I tend to look at it. Other people look at it is uh, as a healer actually, you know, using some type of energy from within them and transmitting it to you. What well, what is your view on, you know, someone just kind of almost giving you permission to access these healing potentials inside of us versus them actually giving you healing energy? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, you can only really heal yourself. Uh there are guides that can show you the door, just like, you know, Morpheus said to Neo in the matrix, I can only show you the door. You have to walk through it. 
And so when we do energy work, uh, we don't want to send our own energy to someone. Uh, you can reflect universal energy, which is just all around us. And that can help that person unblock what they're, they have been blocking so that they can flow again in, into their natural state. Uh, and, and, you know, that was my first experience. And then, you know, doing this work for, um, way over a decade after that, I realized it, it really goes beyond healing because a lot of the healing we think we need, it comes from an identity of, Oh, uh, I'm insecure or I'm, I'm not good at this, but we're actually a spirit. We're in this, we're this eternal spirit that is coming to this school called life. It's like a video game that's meant to challenge us and teach us and give us the opportunity to have free will and learn from that and evolve. So I really focus on awakening because awakening, you can, you can awaken and break through all these layers of things you needed to heal and realize they weren't even real. Uh, so I've, I've been in healing cycles where for, for years I focused on how do I heal myself? How do I heal myself? But what I was really wanting was to fix my identity and the identity is an illusion. It only exists in our mind. And when we, when we can transcend our illusion, which can actually be quite easy um, and that's one of the things I teach, then a lot of the problems you think you had and, and, and things you want to fix, they don't even matter because they're not, they're not real. And then you paradoxically embody that true being that you know that you are because you're not, and you're not wearing all these masks. You're not in this puppet show. Uh, and so awakening is really that liberation that everyone is, is truly wanting inside. And uh, I feel like that's really the key to, to focus on. And, and part of that is, you know, you still have to do some inner work and, and clean up some of the things that are just really in the way of you stilling your mind and, and living happily. But at the same time, you want to balance that with actual meditation, slowing down the mind and expanding your consciousness beyond those, those issues and connecting with your intuition, I, I believe is number one, because the infinite field, it, it has all the answers. It, it will guide you into the most efficient and fastest path to freedom if you simply tune in and ask for it you have to actually allow it to be there and to connect with it right right for sure something coming up for me is that um when we kind of shatter the ego and the illusions that the ego holds on to as to who we are um it's almost as if we're becoming more our authentic and true self would you agree with that it definitely is. Yeah. Because our true self is, is the soul it's behind all the programming and, and layers that people are just got used to. Right. And a lot of it is also just shutting down our heart. We have all these protection mechanisms. And so we're not really uh, being authentic with people because we don't want to feel a potential thing that happened 20 years ago, but it's through radical forgiveness and gratitude and alchemizing that, that we can actually take the dagger out of our heart and feel that magic again and live our purpose. And so we have to go back sometimes to transform that, but it's also about just stepping into this moment. What am I most guided to do? What am I most inspired to do? And that raises our vibration, which also automatically transforms those lower frequencies and breaks us out of that spell. Right. So for a person, unless they're just innately gifted, uh, how it seems you were um, when you were a child, um, they don't really have firsthand experiences of their soul. Um, I feel like it takes a firsthand experience of connecting to your soul to start to embody that and move along the spiritual path. Um, for myself, 
you know, I, I had, you know, inclinations and intuitions when I was a kid about these types of things, but I never really could. I, I was, I never had the experiential knowledge of it until plant medicines, uh, particularly psychedelic uh, mushrooms. Um, in my psychedelic mushroom experience, I did feel connected to this eternal aspect of me. And in fact, the whole world appeared to me in a new way. It appeared to me as uh, divine. You know, it appeared to me as a, a high, uh, like this, this beautiful, beautifully orchestrated divine play that it was going on, you know, cosmos wide. And we were just so lucky to be here. And that was my first experience with this like immense sense of gratitude and, um, you know, appreciation for what it is to be alive. And that can, you know, not really be there for people. In fact, they're taking every day for granted. They're taking all the conveniences of the modern day world for granted. And they're unhappy, even though we have all this beautiful technology, comfort, food, everything under the sun, you know, to be grateful for. And yet people just don't have that appreciation for these things. And that firsthand experience with the soul, um, how do you find people typically get to experience their soul firsthand and have psychedelics played a role in your awakening at all? Yeah, I think every child is, is gifted and most children experience their soul, uh, but it quickly shifts with all the toxins going on and the programming and all that. And so a lot of people feel like they're reconnecting even deeper sometime in their adulthood, uh, for a lot of people in this modern time, plant medicines serves a great purpose in breaking them free because it teaches you in different ways. Like every plant medicine, uh, is like a different type of teacher. It's a different type of school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're guided to a certain one, that means you are guided to learn in a special way and dissolve certain aspects of yourself, whether it's mental programs, filters, emotional aspects that have been running the show that you haven't really had time to take space from. So it offers a a radical shift in perspective, uh, insights and healing. And so uh, that's definitely been the case for me in the past. And and I think was was part of my awakening in in a crucial way. Um, At the same time, I I just want to add to that. I feel like, you know, in my experience, the majority of, of people that I've come across have been using plant medicines in not the most ideal way. And that's because uh, they don't have the education to realize how the dimensions work, how spirits work, um, really how to, it's like driving a spaceship, right? And mm-hmm. and so just to, to quickly give a little feedback of, of what I think would help is setting a really clear intention because that's going to guide the whole thing. Uh, it's really crucial. And the best thing, best thing for that is to do it in as few words as possible. Uh, because that's going to really find the essence of it. You want to just, you don't want a whole story. You want to just focus on one main thing. Usually, mm-hmm. you know, I choose to receive clarity about my life purpose, right? right. Boom. Right. Something like that. And then calling in your guides and, and protection is really great because you're opening up even more and, and you don't even need plant medicines to, to experience spirits and energies. They're always there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't realize that because they can't see them. Uh, but you know, a lot of people that are plagued by negative thoughts, um, you know, once I give them a five minute 
session and, and help clear that energy, all of a sudden they can handle it and, and they're more positive. You know, there's a lot of energies that can be stuck to us or in a space. So uh, learning how to do that and clearing the space and, and creating that field, that's like a safe playground where then you can explore and go deeper, uh, I feel like is really crucial. And if you if you don't know how to do that completely and are confident in that, then I recommend first either learning that or doing it with a teacher or guide that is very pure and that your intuition is saying that you can fully trust because there's a lot of other other ones that um, are not trustworthy as well, which I have to learn the hard way. So uh, I want to encourage people to take plant medicines if they're highly guided to, but also just wanted to share that. I feel it's super important to do it in the right way. I've seen a lot of, of things happen uh, when you're too open and, and not doing things in the right way. Um, and then of course, integration at the NSP. Yeah. Thousand percent. I mean, I agree. It definitely gives you a firsthand experience of, you know, the metaphysical, so to speak, you know, the, the world beyond the physical. And it's really hard to get unless maybe you meditate for an extended amount of time and you practice yoga or any type of these spiritual techniques to raise your vibration. Um, what is your view of what goes on when you take plant medicine? Because there's a ton of perspective, you know, the, the science perspective is talking about, you know, your brain's connecting to different parts and talking to different parts uh, of the brain that don't usually talk. And then there's a spiritual perspective where it's almost like some type of filter is removed and we're able to then see more information in the actual field of reality um, that is actually real information. And a lot of people also you know, think that it's not real, it's your mind playing tricks on itself. I don't subscribe to that. I do believe that you get actual glimpses of actual real data that exists in this, you know, in this reality, in this matrix, whatever you want to call it. Um, what is your view as to what goes on when you ingest plant medicine? Yeah, there's a lot that goes on. And, and there's, like you said, many different levels to it. And it also depends on what plant medicine, you know, for example, you take mushrooms, it definitely dissolves a lot of the filters and belief systems. Uh, but I also feel like it really can open your heart and and help you feel a lot of things, just like to a lesser extent, marijuana. Uh, it can it can help you feel things that you've been pretending aren't there or have been pushing away. So yeah. it can be even challenging uh, momentarily. Uh, but a bad trip is only a bad trip if you're not letting if you're not surrendering and and learning the lesson. Really, there's no bad trips. So if if you see it as a, as a ceremony as a ritual, then by going into those parts that you haven't been wanting to look at and just facing it, you liberate yourself from this little cage that you've been in your whole life by trying to repress it. It's actually been controlling you. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and another spectrum is Iboga, which less people have done um, that I worked with uh, many, many times. Mm -hmm. uh, it does last, it can last three days. Uh, oh, it's, wow. it's a very wow. unique medicine uh, and that's less emotional um, and, and very more, like a Buddha objective energy where you can see your uh, past objectively in a new lens. You can go into your memories. You can get really powerful visions and insight and actually a voice of truth that speaks to you. And so uh, for me, that was mind blowing because it, it kind of gave me a life tutorial. It showed me what my voice is and what my sight is and how to love someone and what compassion is. And uh, it really helped to teach me uh, the reality of 
of this world because everything has been taught to us in the opposite way for the most part. Yeah. Uh, so the, and, and so that's a whole different way of learning. And you really want to do that one with a guide, um, of course, that's, and, and there's not a lot out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, it really depends again on your intuition. You really want to make those choices if, and when you're, you're highly called to something your intuition will tell you because it can remote view the future. It will tell you like, Oh, like you'll feel what you'll feel like afterwards. Right. If you do the choice, just like, Hey, should I go to this event tonight? You can just imagine that you chose that timeline and you'll be able to feel it. If you feel like a beautiful, expansive light feeling, they're like, Oh yeah, because that's what you're going to feel if you go there. So that's how I always recommend making choices for decisions, big and small. And that will quickly lead you to a whole new, beautiful life and avoid a lot of the challenges and hardships people face because they're not listening to their intuition. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. I haven't worked with Iboga yet. I have worked with a lot of the plant medicines, but not Iboga. Um, I did want to ask when it comes to Iboga, I understand what you're saying about, you know, the, the, uh, the, the experience that you get, but, but what happens body wise, does it cause, purging or profusely sweating or nausea or anything like this, or is it a little different than that? Uh, it's very different based off, off different people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people use it for drug addiction and they don't throw up and they just go into bliss right away. And I've seen a, an ayahuasca shaman that's so you know, vegan and so clean. That's done thousands of ayahuasca journeys and just all you could do is throw up and couldn't even, connect deep, deeply with it the first few times. Mm-hmm. So it's really, uh, it, it's, it's so different per person. I can't say except okay. for myself that, uh, I've only purged, I think once or twice from it, I've done many journeys. Uh, and it was because I had a deep thing to release emotionally. Right. Uh, and one time I actually saw a parasite come out of a, a couple worms. Oh, wow. So you only purge if there's something that wants to be released. That's not in your highest good. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't automatically just make you purge. Uh, for me, the first time I did it within 30 minutes, I was deep in the spirit world. I just launched into it and had the most mind blowing, beautiful, profound visions. It was, it was quite mind blowing to the least. I didn't realize it was going to be so intense mm-hmm. and it would last it's so fast paced and, and last so long. Uh, but it also wasn't scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't super emotional where like, I, I would have a tear to go down, but I wouldn't like just be bawling like in other plant medicines that just cried. It's so mm-hmm. emotional. Right. This one's more like it just blows your mind and you just truth, 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 truth. Right, right. Uh, and you're just so awake. You're just so energized. But you're also, you have so much energy, but you're you're laying down. For most people, you know, for a day, you're just laying down and finally you slowly sit up and finally you slowly walk, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But it's uh, it's something where you're just so deep in it that you're, you're really not in your body at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it allows you to really just journey throughout your life and, uh, in, in just incredible ways. Uh, but it can be pretty brutal for a lot of people because it detoxes your body a lot. And that's one of the really advanced ones. Again, like you have to do it with a very experienced guy that you trust. Uh, otherwise it can be quite dangerous. Right. I imagine. Um, so when you say it lasts for three days, do you go to sleep and wake back up and it's still in your system or is it almost like Mm -hmm. a three day, no sleep? Yeah, I get it's different for everyone. I've, I've heard people that stay awake for like five days, which is pretty crazy, but that's more rare. Depends mm-hmm. on the dose as well in your body. But for me, you know, you take it in the evening, the whole night and the next day, you're just, you're literally awake in more ways than one, right? right. There's not a moment of sleep. Uh, that second night, 
I might sleep for like half an hour to mm-hmm. two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a very light sleep. And then again, the moment you open your eyes, you're just like, mm-hmm. you're just like, you're not tired. You're not, it's just like such an activating clarity. Right. Uh, and then the next night, usually I have a decent sleep for the first night. Um, so it's, uh, and, and that's just how my body and mind react to it. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wow. That, that sheds a lot of light as to you know, the, the wisdom that you hold for sure. And that does, that's a deep initiation and takes a lot of courage to go there. So I commend that. Um, on another front, you know, you've been kind of, uh, I don't know if you, you branded this yourself or labeled this yourself or someone else started calling you this, but you've been called a wizard, right? Um, in my mind, um, in the, you know, like after I took mushrooms a handful of times, I started to see what a wizard is and what potions are and how they're actually real. You know what I mean? Like how this whole time, um, for thousands of years, there have been wizards and potions and these types of things that are made popular in fantasy things like Game of Thrones or video games like Skyrim, these types of things. I started to realize, oh, potion, magic potions exist, right? You know, they might just be psychedelic or they might just be plant, you know, um, medicinal plant drinks and these types of things. Uh, in fact, you served a bunch of, uh, you know, non-psychedelic medicinal elixirs and these types of things at at this uh, event I was at at your birthday party. And they were just so activating and and beautiful. And I was curious if you would speak to how the download came to you or or what happened to to make you realize, hey, I want to embody this wizard archetype as well as like what your thoughts on potions are. Because um, I watched again that the Sky Life thing and and everything y'all were drinking looked amazing. And I think I reached out on Instagram and said, how do I learn your recipes? Because uh, yeah, I want to learn how to drink potions and make potions and stuff. But, but first, I guess we'll, we'll get to the, the wizard part. Like how did this wizard archetype come to you? Yeah. People started just calling me it, but I, I feel like that's how I was born like as a kid. And I believe in past lives. Uh, I was a wizard and, and, you know, hundreds of years ago, uh, most of us were, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you could see the witch hunts, you could see the different, uh, agendas that would, First, they try to kill you and scare you if you were doing magic. And then recently, it's just made into a, a joke. Uh, you're gas, being gaslighted mm-hmm. if, you, if you believe in magic. Uh, and, and it's very simple. It's, it's for control. You know, there's a lot of uh, beings that have been in power that are now losing power. That, uh, that's what they practice in their own uh, way from the negative polarity mm-hmm. because it's basically it's, it's, it's leveraging the laws of the universe. It's just, they're basic laws of the universe. Mm-hmm. And the number one is mentalism. The whole world is mind. Yeah. And based off your perspective and your thoughts, you're creating reality, you're, you're magnetizing reality, et cetera. And there's so much we can branch off of that. But, uh, you know, once you, once you know that the basic laws and how they work, it's very, it gets very easy to create your reality. That The hard part is that we've been programmed. So there's a lot of inner work to, dissolve the labyrinth. Um, but I also, you know, teach ways that it can be quite fast and easy. That's, that's my main message to the world mm-hmm. that it can be fast, easy, and fun to reprogram your reality and manifest your dreams. Um, because after doing many difficult ways of doing it, I've, I've also learned some very fast and efficient ways. So, uh, and I'm happy to share a little bit of that, but basically, you know, I think the wizard archetype, it, it, it basically is, harnessing the force, right? Just like the Jedi yeah. and 
And, and for me, it's just using it in the highest good because we're all one. And so it's intuitively tuning in and using it for the benefit of all. Remember, reminding people, waking them up from the spells of depression and slavery and just complacency to really follow their heart and their dreams and remember their own magic. And so, you know, potions is just kind of like a small fun thing I do on the side, but it's the same thing as, as when I do energy work on other people, it's, you can instantly program water or any substance, uh, or, or pendant, for example, to have certain effects. Um, just like you're writing code for a a software program. And once you learn, learn how to do that and, and learn the techniques, it can be quite fast. Uh, and powerful as well. So as you got to experience it at my little birthday party, yeah. I've, you know, it was such an amazing vibe. There was no alcohol. Right. Uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, people were drinking potions, their hearts were opening that so much amazing insights were coming through. And that's how I like to celebrate yeah. with, with the high vibes because it's all about healing and awakening and, and coming together. 1000%, 1000%. I love it. Great answer. Um, so when it comes to the the potions and also your smoking blend, which I think you said had blue Lotus, is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, these are, you know, just very intriguing, uh, substances and, or concoctions, uh, conjurations, whatever you want to call them. Um, is there a way for people to learn your recipes or is it just something you kind of keep to yourself or is it something you might make a course for? Because again, mm-hmm. the, the elixirs that I tasted at your birthday were just amazing. You know what I mean? Um, and, and not only did they taste amazing, but the fact that you know, what's, what's in them, which are these kind of rare herbs that you've only heard about, like from the ancient Egyptians and stuff like the, the, the blue Lotus and you have a smoking blend too. Um, it's not, you know, marijuana, it's, it's not even tobacco, I don't think, but it still has like a psychotropic or a, a psych, um, it still has an, an effect that you can very tangibly notice like, Oh, I feel very present after I use this smoking blend. Um, so is that available anywhere or is that just kind of something you keep to yourself? Yeah, I'm launching my magic potion line. So it's, it's just the baby right now. I, again, it's, it's been more of like a fun side hobby, but so many people have been asking about it and feeling s- such an incredible effects from it. Uh, and I, I teach people how to make potions at my retreats. Uh, so I just had one, which is amazing. And the next one is Halloween weekend. So it's October 29th to uh, 31st, I believe. Yeah. And uh, would love to have you all come if you're interested. Yeah. It's here in, in Austin, Texas at my house. Beautiful. Just like you saw in uh, the Sky video. Yeah. But that's where I, I really love teaching people in person to empower them to do it themselves, really. It's really about empowering yourself to get to the point where you don't need anyone. You're connected to your angel that can guide you yeah. the rest of the way. And you can you can use the force to empower yourself to be sovereign and then to support other people to be sovereign and happy as well. Right. Yeah. It really gave me like nostalgia towards the yoga retreats. I used to go on, um, three day yoga retreats and every night they would serve golden milk, you know, which is a turmeric based milk drink, usually a coconut or oat milk and these types of things. And there is just something about the ritual of making a beverage with special ingredients and enjoying it in a very like present way. And, you know, you taste the like the the you know the spices uh, the the foreign spices you take it, it feels like a very culturing experience and I, I just really love it and and it looked like you guys were enjoying that type of thing and with these beautiful even teacups and um, I don't know what the thing that you pour it out of you know like a tea 
jar or whatever, but I don't know. I just felt the intention around it all. And it was beautiful. And uh, I do want to learn how to do that. And I, and I make golden milk from time to time. Um, It's kind of been more of a sparing thing recently, but I want to get back to it. But I I do want to learn, you know, with your potion uh, uh, course launch and, or this retreat, like how to start to make these things because, you know, not only do they taste good and they have amazing healthy things in them, but I think it's just a fun ritual for people to learn how to um, do daily to just bring more joy into their life. Right. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. I would love to have you and and anyone else listening and all all my uh, offerings, by the way, are on dreamporting.com. Yeah. www.dreamporting.com. Just like the word dream and teleporting. Yeah. And uh, I would love to uh, support you all and creating more magic. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And I do want to talk about dream porting and, and what that means. But um, while I'm still talking about these consumables, um, how did you learn about the Blue Lotus smoking blend? Did, did you try it with someone else and learn how to make it yourself? Or was this a research thing? Mm-hmm. Or how, how did it come to you? Yeah, well, Blue Lotus is actually becoming way more common. It's known that like Cleopatra, you know, she would ingest it and smoke it. They, they did ancient rituals with it in, in ancient Egypt. And it's a beautiful, subtle um, high you get from it and it can enhance your psychic abilities. Uh, but there's actually other way more rare herbs that most people have never heard of from the Himalayas, for example, that, uh, mystics and masters would smoke to get this complete no mind presence. Mm-hmm. And again, more intuitive enhancement. So it's basically, uh, you know, it's, it's different than other plant medicines and, and highs, you know, the, the smoking blend, a lot of things I make, it's more about just completely getting out of your mind, getting really present and grounded, which is the opposite of what a lot of other things can do sometimes. And, and just getting you into this very focused state where you're not having all these different thoughts and can really receive deeper intelligence from the universe and enhance your sensitivities in other ways. Oh, it does that. It does that. Cause you know, I saw uh, this volcano and, you know, usually that's used with cannabis. Um, but, but it mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, it was a, as a volcano vaporizer and people were passing it around at your party. And I said, what, what is this? Is this cannabis? Is this nicotine? What is this? And they said, blue Lotus. And I said, what is that? I got to try this, you know? So I, yeah. and I'd heard of blue Lotus because, you know, of the ancient Egyptians. And, you know, I went down this rabbit hole of discovering, you know, what the psychedelics meant to the ancient Egyptians. And it's very clear to me, where things like these Anubis figures come from, because on psychedelic states, you can get into these visionary realms where uh, you could see a human with an animal feature, you know what I mean? And like uh, that type of thing. So I I personally feel like the ancient Egyptians were very in touch with psychedelics. Um, But yeah, I I used the, the volcano vaporizer bag and instantly like two seconds later, it was almost like that no mind state of like, whoa, I am extremely present and that tastes amazing. And what is this and how can I get this in my life? So mm. I don't know. However, if you want to make a smoking blend bag, I will be your first customer. So <laughs> please do. Um, so just to talk about dream porting, I have seen your dream porting uh, across your social media. And I was curious, you know, what is the concept of dream porting and how did it come to you? That's a great question. Uh, I was in Bali and I just was starting a very new chapter in my life. And I was just like, what am I doing? Where do I, where do I go from here? You know? Uh, and then I just had this powerful experience where I just started channeling, which is kind of intuitively drawing or writing down 
a treasure map of my month. And it was basically guiding me towards the next few weeks of my life. And it had code words for certain days and images. And I didn't fully understand what it meant, but I just followed it to the best of my ability. And I was actually recovering from a really dark night of the soul. I had all these things, you know, when it rains, it pours, like everything in my life just got destroyed and burned down pretty much, which I totally needed because I, I, I needed to dissolve a lot of my ego and things were not in alignment anymore. It was a lot of the old stuff in my life that was hanging on, right? So I went to Bali, I followed this treasure map. And within a few weeks, uh, I mean, I was more happy than I ever thought was possible. Like the, I was just living in bliss, going from like really dark time to just complete bliss, you know, getting these billionaire clients, meeting this enlightened master from India, training with them, the most incredible synchronicities and cool and like new businesses. And like, I was, it was beyond, I mean, even like 10% of that stuff, I would have been beyond happy with if it manifested. Yeah. So it was, it was just so mind blowing. Uh, I, at this point, like I wasn't thinking about, you know, teaching it. I, I was just still figuring out what it was myself. Mm -hmm. uh, so I did it again. And again, like just so many mind blowing things happened from it. Uh, and then after doing it a few times myself, I was like, Hmm, let me just do a retreat. So I flew back to California and did my first dreamporting retreat. And, you know, people's faces changed. I mean, in three days, like someone completely, uh, changed their name, had a full rebirth. Uh, like mm -hmm. it, it was so powerful. I'm like, Whoa. And, and so two years, you know, fast forward two years now, uh, I have a whole school that's both online and here in Austin where I teach people. And basically dreamporting is uh, a system to connect with divine consciousness and interface with it so that you can manifest your dreams. And, but, and, and when you do that, your deepest blocks are transformed. So, uh, one of the main things that we do is we learn to download our, our map, uh, we remote view the future. And so it's guiding us to the best efficient path. You know, for example, the first time I did it one day, it just said waterfall. And I thought I was going to work really hard that day. Uh, someone invited me to a waterfall and I said, okay, well, I, I have to do it. Uh, that person didn't even show up. And then I was like, okay, this is wrong. I must not be in, in my flow. What's, what's going on. And then all of a sudden someone I, I knew from years and years ago showed up. They gave me a really powerful healing session and it was exactly what I needed to release, to prepare me for the next day of what happened next. So, but if I, if I didn't listen to that, I would have, I would have said yes to go into the waterfall. So that's just a small example of, of things that happen every day yeah. uh, for the most part during my first few weeks there of doing it. Right. So it's basically following the clues. And again, that's just the first step of, of this whole system, but it's, it's really quickly shifting your brainwaves, uh, connecting with your intuition. So you just get the clear signal and then reprogramming your subconscious and your, and your frequencies so that you're vibrating at a whole new level. So you start manifesting quite rapidly, uh, incredible things that you've been wanting for years that you haven't been able to manifest because your vibration is, was still operating from your subconscious with, from the old stuff. So it's kind of like a, a multi-layered quantum leap. And, uh, and there's a lot of things that branch off of it, uh, that I love teaching because it's, it's, it's so life-changing and it's just something I love doing mm -hmm. that works. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. I've talked about manifestation on a number of my shows for sure. And it really seems to work, you know, because myself, I didn't come into this life with any particular inheritance or, you know, guides to show me a way. But um, what I discovered very early on in my life, I think I was maybe 15, 16 years old, was the film, not the book, but the film, The Secret. 
And um, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't take everything from it, but I just pulled from that film what felt right to me, uh, more or less. It was aligning like what I want with the belief that I could get it. You know what I mean? And I feel like that belief is what drives manifestation. The belief in yourself, it, it kind of gives you a sense of confidence that uh, the things that you want in your life you can manifest if you believe and hold that current within you. Um, do you, but does that resonate with you? Is that how you see manifestation as well? Yeah, definitely. And, and even deeper than belief, it's a knowing, right? If you know how the universe works and the rules, it's like, if you just align with the universe, um, then you, you can just have that deeper confidence and manifest things even faster and, and deeper. So I recommend everyone, you know, learn the laws of the universe and then how to manifest from those. And that's what I teach as well. If you're interested, mm-hmm. anyone listening, because then it, it goes beyond belief. Uh, cause belief is also tied to your identity. It's like, I have to like, it can, it can wobble. And, and, you know, like a lot of, you know, some of my clients like this CEO that's doing billion dollar deals. Now he explains like, you can't have a wobble, you know, once you get clear on exactly what you want, uh, and then the why there's no more wobble. You're just deciding it. And once you just decide on something and then you just surrender and flow with your intuition to do and go wherever you need to go, then that's how you manifest the fastest and the deepest. hundred percent. Wow. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Um, so I know we only have a few more minutes, so I want to dive into a couple more questions here while I have you, you know, when things come up for people, it can be kind of, uh, at least for me being a novice, you know, a little overwhelming when like this kind of, maybe this darkness might come out of someone. How have, if you've bumped into that, how how do you deal with not taking that energy on and making it shift your mood to feel, you know, kind of like, Whoa, is, is the darkness coming out of them going to impact me at all? Or these types of things, how do you protect yourself? If, you know, like a darkness comes out of someone in, in these ceremonies and retreats that you offer. Well, it's all about the relationship you have with yourself, because if you are truly anchored in divine consciousness and light, then, and you know how, how darkness works, then, uh, then you won't have any fear about it and your intuition will help you to navigate it. Uh, this happens a lot. A lot of people have a lot of darkness at this time connected to them or that wants to purge out of them during the ceremonies. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's about holding the light. And, um, you know, there's different techniques that you can use to support and facilitate someone in releasing that darkness. You know, it's thousands of times I've done it personally. And, and for me, every time I've seen some crazy things happen, um, you know, to regular people, to rock stars and, you know, super dark energy, uh, they'll, they'll cry, they'll scream, they'll shake, uh, they'll purge. And, you know, for me, I, I have zero fear that ever comes up because I just, A, know that it's exactly what they need at the moment. And by using those techniques, uh, you can usually just help to release it and guide them through within a few minutes every time. Um, so it's just about knowing how it works and, and it, it's all a free will universe. So it's really about seeing where that person is still attached to the dark energy. Sometimes they get tricked into thinking, I need this to protect me or I need this, whatever. Right. And so it's letting, you know, tuning into that part of their body, that part of themselves and communicating with it so that their free will or their subconscious will choose to let it go. And as soon as that happens, then boom, it has to go. So that's why you don't give power to it. You're not scared of it because you just know how it works, right? Right. right. It's like if you have a parasite, you just take this parasite pill 
um, and you stop eating sugar and it's going to leave. It might take a little time, but in the spirit world, it happens instantly, which is cool. It's a lot easier, actually. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I think it takes a, a sense of strength, you know, inner strength, and you must have a lot of inner strength there, you know, because again, I, I mentioned, you know, that I'm a novice in this realm, but I, I do find that I want to help. I want to hold space where I can for my friends, these types of things. Um, so I just, you know, I commend you for the work you're doing. Um, so last question I have, cause I know we're running out of time here is, you know, just, I just want to give people a glimpse as to the life and routines around someone who does what you do. Um, so how does your day start? What rituals do you do kind of, you know, daily and you really try to make like a staple in your life? Like what time do you get up and what's your morning routine or things that you consume and and how does your day unfold? Yeah, well, I wake up before sunrise, uh, like my special incense blend that I make and just pray to God, just connect, uh, ask for what I need, release what I don't need, just connect deeper. And then from there, my intuition guides me. I sometimes will draw diagrams or write things for projects I'm doing. Uh, I will make a little herbal elixir to give me more energy and clarity throughout the day. Um, a lot of times I'm doing a few sessions with people that, that like working with me or different projects. And uh, it's really intuitively based. I don't have a, a deep structure, but I have, a lot, I have a lot of moments where I'm just meditating and connecting with my intuition and divine consciousness and uh, a lot of beautiful people here in Austin that I love to connect with and training with, with martial arts or um, different things just to continue to upgrade. So uh, yeah. it's, it's really, you know, what I'll end with is just really tuning into your intuition, you know, just take it one step at a time, you know, feel it or, or listen if you can, li- if you can get messages and the more you do it, the clearer you'll get. But that's really how I live my life more and more. And that's how I recommend everyone lives their lives. Because that's really who you are. It's your higher self that's communicating through you to liberate you out of the labyrinth into your joy and your freedom and your service to the world. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for uh, connecting with me. It's been a pleasure to reconnect. And yeah. um, if anyone wants to reach out, please, you can reach me at uh, Daniel Raphael One. Mm-hmm. That's my Instagram handle and uh, dreamporting.com. And I would love to connect deeper with you and share more magic. So, thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for all the work you're doing out here. I really appreciate you and I look forward to hanging out in the future. Likewise. Blessings. Blessings.